1: Biden misstep. The orthopedic boot he has to wear after tripping over his dog.
2: Will he have to wear it when he is inaugurated?
3: And Melania decks the halls for her last White House Christmas and COVID-19
4: D-Day. Countdown to the super surge as millions of Americans return home after the big holiday weekend. Plus,
3: now you see it. Now you don't. The mysterious monolith, gone capsized it is nothing short of absolutely miraculous and she was being romanced by a handsome guy during the pandemic
5: i love you you love me you haven't even met me yet
3: how she turned the tables on her sweetheart swindler
5: you're a fake you're a fraud
3: plus the elderly delivery man struggling to deliver the heavy
6: package the homeowner's amazing gesture of kindness when she saw the video
3: now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
2: Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvary, and today for Deborah, he may not be in the White House yet, but Joe Biden's German Shepherd Major is definitely in the doghouse after a game of tug-of-war led to a fracture on the president-elect's foot. Among the well-wishes, a get-well-soon tweet from none other than President Trump. But one can't help but wonder if his tongue was planted firmly in cheek. Jim Murray has more.
1: Could President-Elect Biden be walking with an orthopedic boot like this on Inauguration Day? It's very possible after he slipped and fractured his foot while playing tug of war with his German Shepherd rescue dog, Major.
5: They thought he twisted his ankle. They did an X-ray, didn't really see anything, did a CT scan. That's when they found these small, tiny hairline fractures in his foot. I spoke with Beverly Hills foot surgeon,
1: Dr. Neil Blitz. Most likely is President-Elect Biden twisted his foot like this. And what that caused was a cracking of these two bones. Biden's foot was apparently wrapped in a bandage and then placed in a walking boot. You can see him limping away from his doctor's office. It's likely with his type of fracture that he'll be in a smaller shoe for the inauguration, such as this. And for his bigger walks, he'll be in something like this. Bones biologically will heal with time, and that takes six weeks. President Trump offered his best wishes as only he can, tweeting get well soon. Did he really mean it? Not likely. He also tweeted, no way we lost this election.
3: This election was rigged. This election was a total fraud.
1: There is major blowback today to Trump's jaw-dropping rant over the weekend with Fox News' Maria Bartiromo.
3: This is total fraud, and how the FBI and Department of Justice, I don't know, maybe they're involved.
1: Now Bartiromo is being slammed for not challenging any of his unsupported claims.
6: This was not hardball. This was not even softball. This was T-ball. Maria Bartiromo, once a feared and acclaimed journalist, now sits behind a desk and invites the president to lie and lie and
1: lie. And we're hearing reports that Trump is planning a big surprise on Inauguration Day. As Joe Biden is sworn in at the Capitol, Trump is reportedly thinking of holding a competing event, a rally announcing a presidential run in 2024.
2: And she may have less than two months to go in the White House, but Melania Trump is decking the halls. Today, the First Lady unveiled this year's White House Christmas decorations, and she avoided any controversy with a traditionally festive look.
7: It's Christmas time at the White House. Just released video from First Lady Melania shows the halls filled with festive decorations. The theme for her final holiday season at the White House is America the Beautiful. Each room has its own color scheme with garland framing the fireplaces and wreaths mounted on the windows. The Christmas trees are all adorned with crafts made by children from all 50 states. Kate Anderson-Brower, author of the new kids book exploring the White House inside America's most famous home, says she is impressed with this season's display.
5: The White House Christmas decorations this year are very Christmassy. I mean, they're red, they're green, there's a lot of evergreen, there's a lot of gold, very traditional Christmas decorations, very different from what we've seen in the past.
7: The decorations are being hailed as a home run following negative reaction to her red Christmas tree showcase two years ago. The unveiling comes after an event-filled Thanksgiving weekend for the Trumps. President Trump kicked off the holiday with a round of golf at his country club in Virginia. Video acquired by TMZ shows the president getting frustrated at a tee shot. Then the president jetted off to Camp David where he spent the weekend with the rest of his family. Ivanka, Donald Jr., Eric, and Tiffany were photographed cozying up with their significant others around the campfire. Trump returned to the White House on Sunday accompanied by three
2: grandkids. The White House Christmas tree lighting ceremony set for Thursday, but because of the pandemic, it will be viewable only online. And despite pleas from the CDC to stay put this holiday weekend on Sunday, more people pass through airport security than any other single day since the beginning of the pandemic. Now, health officials say the countdown is on to when we will see an uptick in infections. Stephen Fabian reports.
4: As millions of Americans return home from Thanksgiving, there are dire warnings that they are about to trigger a catastrophic super surge in infections. We may see a surge
0: upon a surge. Many
4: of the people who ignored advice not to travel for Thanksgiving are taking the virus with them to work today. Health experts say that D-Day is just around the corner and we're expected to start seeing the super surge in one or two weeks. Also,
3: anyone who did travel for the holiday weekend is being urged to get tested I would wait a few days you know most people who are going to become positive get positive after about a week day six seven eight and so count that out from Thanksgiving and if you're going to get a test that's the time to get a test
4: experts are predicting a shocking 3,000 deaths a day before Christmas Cardi B is under fire today on social media over her Thanksgiving gathering of 25 adults and 12 children. She fired back, people trying too hard to be offended. I wonder how they survived the real world.
3: Open up LA.
4: Open up LA! There's a backlash against tough new lockdown restrictions imposed in California. These protesters gathered outside the home of LA's public health director. We got Proud Boys here, we got Trump supporters here. These protesters heckled New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy at his home. And while millions refuse to wear any mask at all, Tom Cruise wears two. President-elect Biden also doubles down on masks, but one is
3: really enough. I would suggest wearing one correctly. And that does mean, yes, over the nose.
2: A recent study estimates that if 95% of the country was diligent about wearing masks, roughly 65,000 lives could be saved between now and March 1st. Well, remember that strange metal monolith that appeared out of nowhere in the middle of the desert? Many thought it was right out of a classic science fiction movie. Well, now you see it, now you don't. But where did it go? As Megan Alexander reports, the mystery continues.
5: The mysterious monolith discovered in a remote canyon in Utah has disappeared. It's gone. This is all that's left at the site today, a A base plate. Ricardo Marino was one of the first people to realize it was gone.
0: We noticed tire tracks from some kind of dolly or a wheelbarrow that was hauling it out. You can literally
3: see fresh tracks.
5: Over the weekend, after the Monolith Discovery became front-page news, adventurers flocked to the desert to see for themselves the 12-foot-tall metal column that looks straight out of 2001 A Space Odyssey. TV personality Dave Sparks of the Discovery Channel was one of them.
6: The middle of it appears to be hollow. Just landed. We're
0: going to find the big Monolith.
5: Helicopter pilot Ryan Backer landed at the site, and to his surprise, found a bunch of people already there.
0: There was maybe two dozen other people there um, enjoying the day. But the
5: next day, the monolith Let's was gone, as mysteriously as it appeared. What was your reaction when you finally got there and it was gone? We were very shocked and a little bit heartbroken. We drove eight hours to, uh, to see this, and um, so we were a bit let down. For now, one mystery is replaced with another. Who took the monolith?
2: And where is it now? Well, local officials put out a cheeky statement warning others not to place anything like a monolith on public land again. They say it's illegal no matter what planet you're from. Now, an amazing rescue out at sea as a man is rescued after being spotted standing on his capsized boat. But who is he? And how did he end up stranded in the middle of the ocean? Les Trent has some answers.
6: Lost at sea for two days, he's found alive, clinging to his capsized boat. 62-year-old Steward B looked exhausted but relieved beyond belief as he climbed aboard the ship that rescued him. The crew of the cargo ship Angelus spotted him Sunday holding on for dear life, 86 miles off the coast of Florida. I really can't say enough about how large of an area this was. And how small a target he presented us with. Stuart B. left Port Canaveral on his 32-foot boat on Friday. When he didn't return, a search was launched. Two days later, he was spotted
0: in the nick of time. We don't know how much time he had left, but obviously that vessel was sinking relatively fast. And for the Angelus to pick that out on the water is nothing truly, truly
6: remarkable. B. was so disoriented when he was saved, he asked what day it was. We spoke to his niece, Lisa. He could have died.
2: Those photos are are heartbreaking. They're heartbreaking and they're relieving all at the same time. Stuart B is still on that rescue ship and hopes to be back on dry land when the ship docks tomorrow. During the pandemic lockdown, many people have become lonely and vulnerable, leading to a rise in online sweetheart scams. But when a stranger reached out to this woman on Instagram, her instincts told her the would-be Romeo was just too good to be true. And as Amber Cogliano reports, she was right. I love you. You love me. I
5: you
7: You haven't even met me yet. This woman is no fool. She knows she's being scammed. Yeah, for five yeah. weeks, Patty Coff recorded her conversations out? with a man who said hmm. he's falling in love. I'd like to hear your voice, too. He charms her with photos, a teddy bear with a message for someone special. This one says, I love you. Yeah, then the messages yeah. get more intimate. I'm dreaming of you, babe, tonight, till tomorrow, and for all of my life. He even sent her a photo of the wedding ring he wanted to to give her he said that he wants to take care of me he said his name is johnson pence a widower from north carolina and a civil engineer he sent her a photo id and to prove he was well off this lucrative oil drilling contract he claims he's about to sign with exxon mobil there were times patty says when she actually wondered if this perfect mr wright was the one. You're thinking, well, you know, maybe it's true. And then came the big ask, a $5,000 loan. These sweetheart swindles are not at all far-fetched. Authorities say thousands of women are falling for them, especially during the pandemic, when so many are feeling alone, isolated, and in some areas under lockdown. So who is that handsome guy who said he was in love with Patty Koff? Well, here he is. Sorta.
4: I have never sent pictures of myself to women uh, telling them that I'm in love with them or that I've ever wanted to marry them. Never.
7: His real name is Joe Court, and like Patty, he too is a victim of the sweetheart swindle machine. In Court's case, the scammer swiped his image right off social media. We actually introduced him to Patty. Here he is, Joe Court. He's actually a relationship therapist based in Michigan. Patty, meet Joe. Hi,
0: Joe. Nice to meet you,
4: Patty. Has this happened a lot to you, or there have to be thirty or forty women over the last ten years, and it's definitely increased during COVID?
7: Patty has figured the time has come to stop the play acting and confront her scammer. You're, you're a
5: fake. You're a fraud. You're not who you said that you were. Oh well, I don't understand
4: so shame. I'm in New York.
7: No, you're not in New York. And where are you at? What country? Maybe his conscience got to him. The scammer I mean, finally fesses up.
2: I'm in mean, Nigeria sunshine.
7: That's right, and here he is. He does in fact live in Nigeria and he sent Patty videos of his life there. I can see why women
5: fall for these, these gentlemen because they tell you everything that a woman wants to hear.
2: Experts say if someone reaches out to you online, always request a video chat so you can verify their identity. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
3: Next, the TV sitcom that mocked Selena Gomez's kidney transplant and what was he thinking? Wait till you hear why he jumped off the bridge. Plus, the elderly delivery man struggling to deliver the heavy package.
6: The homeowner's amazing gesture of kindness when she saw the video. Inside
3: Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back.
2: The Saved by the Bell reboot is issuing an apology today for some jokes they made at the expense of Selena Gomez and her kidney transplant. Jokes that had many asking, what were they thinking?
1: to the delight of fans, the new Saved by the Bell reboot features many of the familiar faces who first appeared in the original 1989 sitcom. But today the show is making headlines for joking about Selena Gomez's kidney transplant.
7: Now I know for a fact that Selena Gomez's kidney donor was Justin Bieber's mom. God, I wish that I had my phone so that I could prove it. Prove what? It was Demi Lovato's kidney. They're best friends.
1: In this scene, does Selena even have kidneys is spray painted on a wall. Now many of Selena's fans are fuming. Making fun of someone's illness is never acceptable. Today, the hashtag RespectSelenaGomez is trending. The producers of Saved by the Bell, which is streamed on Peacock, are apologizing today. It was never our intention to make light of Selena's health. We have been in touch with her team and will be making a donation to her charity. To set the record straight, Selena's donor in 2017 was her BFF, actress Francia Raisa, who tweeted, appreciate the apology, but let's not forget about the donors that potentially felt offended.
4: It was
2: Demi Lovato's kidney. best when we come back why this youtuber is regretting taking such a dangerous plunge boy was this bridge jump a big mistake
1: watch as this knucklehead jumps off a giant bridge for youtube fame my fear is that people call the cops but it doesn't matter by that time i'm already jumping saw fomba filmed each step of the idiotic stunt my goal was to climb up uh this here go all the way to the top and jump off he climbs to the top of the pennybacker bridge in austin gives a wave (laughs) then plunges into the colorado river below (laughs) a passing boat brought him to shore where you can see him laying on the ground wincing in pain
6: i fractured um uh part of my skull bleeding a little bit
1: Saw spent four hours in the hospital with a fractured skull and says he has no regrets about his jump that almost killed him. And terrifying moments as a dad defends his home from an intruder with a shovel. A guy was seen on surveillance cameras casing the property in Rainier, Washington with the shovel. First, he breaks into the truck. Next, he breaks down the front door. I grabbed the shovel out of his hand, yanked it out of his hand and hit him twice in the head with it.
4: Um, through the door, um, defending, you know, defending our house. The
1: door. Homeowner Joey Archer subdued the suspect until cops got there.
2: Wow. Cyber Monday is supposed to break records today, but this delivery led to something very special.
6: It's hard to watch. A frail and elderly delivery man struggles to drop off the packages. Each step is an ordeal, as he does his best to keep his balance, carrying the heavy load of soda and boxed food from Walmart. Both hands are full, and he has to lean on the house to stay steady. The incident was captured on Jennifer Weiss's doorbell camera at her home in Utah. So you looked at your doorbell camera. What did you see?
5: He was really having a hard time getting up the stairs, losing his balance, unsteady. I felt really bad.
6: The homeowner was so moved, she set out to locate the delivery man. He wants to be known only as Larry, and it turns out he's a Navy veteran. Jennifer also learned there was a remarkable backstory. Larry had recently suffered a stroke and had to relearn how to walk. He had taken the temporary delivery job at DoorDash because he needed to make money to fix his leaking roof. Now Jennifer has come to the rescue, organizing a community drive to raise money for the man.
5: He got enough to fix his roof and retire.
6: (laughs) That's awesome.
2: Very sweet. We'll see you next time.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
3: But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the
0: scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is.
3: I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery+. Plus.